Hello, and welcome to the 17th episode of The Athletic Cast. The date is April 8th, 2020. I am your co-host, Gareth. And I'm your other co-host, Brady. Getting along. How are you doing today, Garrett? I mean, I'm doing pretty all right. Kind of bored, but, you know, you kind of run out of things to do with right. uh, two and weeks. Me and you even played Fortnite today. and I, We played four games, got two dubs. Yeah. Had to carry you. First time I've played. So. I carried you, so you're fine. Yeah. But, uh, yep, today's a normal day of news. Um, so we're going to start off with NFL per usual. And first piece of NFL news is that it seems that the pass interference review rule will not be extended for another season. The rule this season was a disaster with barely any overturned pass interference calls because the refs don't want to admit they're wrong. Next piece of NFL news. For the first time, HBO's Hard Knocks is planning to feature two teams this summer, that being the Los Angeles Rams and the Los Angeles Chargers. Of course, this would only happen if there was training camps. They're not going to record Keenan Allen on his couch watching reruns of Friends. And um, net final piece of NFL news, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have released their new uniforms to complement the new quarterback, Tom Brady. They have an all-white, a pewter, which is like a brown, and an all-red uniform. And honestly, it's fire. It is hot fire. I might even cop a Chris Godwin jersey. And uh, next, the Falcons, who will be releasing theirs next week, April 14th. And from the leaked pictures online I saw, they also look kind of fire. Yeah, let me see here. I'm just going to look at these. I haven't looked at them yet today. Uh, The new Tampa uniforms. Oh, yeah, they're good. They're they're that good? Mm -hmm. Oh, that is pretty impressive. That picture is not too heavy, though. It kind of looks like more of a gray. Yeah. Well, but computer kind of is gray, but those are some pretty sweet uniforms. They do look nice. And uh, the Falcons pictures I saw was like a gradient, and it looked kind of kind of cool. The one bad part about this is that those guys aren't six feet apart. So, you know, breaking rules, Tampa Bay. Breaking You're going to catch it, man. Gotta You're going to catch it, bro. They're going to get you. Um, I guess I'm going to hop right into NBA news. Uh, or, as you said, news. News. Um. Lakers to ask top brass to defer their salary. That's my one thing. And then my second thing is no uh, decision, no decision yet until May, says Adam Silver, for the season to continue. I mean, I think that's smart just mm-hmm. to hold off a little bit. I mean, just to be sure. Right, right. And then there is a part of declaration news that I'm sure you're going to talk about. So I'll leave that to you. All right. In uh, my portion of NBA news, Arizona guard Nico Mannion, or as I call him, the Ginger Ninja, is forgoing his college eligibility and declaring for the 2020 NBA draft. He averaged 14 points per game, three rebounds, and 1.2 steals per game, and he is likely to go in the lottery because there's a lot of guard-needy teams. And uh, next piece of NBA news, it's a doozy, so um, keep patient with me here. New member of the NBA Hall of Fame, Kevin Garnett, will be getting his jersey retired in Boston, but he will not be getting it retired in Minnesota. He could obviously get it if he wanted, but he refuses due to differences with owner Glenn Taylor. He said this to Shams Karania, I think that's how you say his last name, I apologize if I didn't say it right, of The Athletic, and he said, quote, 
Glenn knows where I'm at. I'm not entertaining it. First of all, it's not genuine. Two, he's getting pressure from a lot of fans and I guess the community there. Glenn and I had an understanding before Flip died. That would be Flip Saunders, his uh, head coach while he was in Minnesota. And um, when Flip died, that understanding went with Flip. For that, I won't forgive Glenn. I won't forgive him for that. I thought he was a straight-up person, straight-up businessman. And when Flip died, everything went with him. There's no reason to complain. Just continue to move on. My years in Minnesota and in that community, I cherish. At this point, I don't want any dealings with Glenn Taylor or Taylor Corp or anything that has to do with him. I always love my guys. I'll always love the people who expletive with me there. I'll always have a special place for the city of Minneapolis and the state of Minnesota in my heart. But I don't do business with snakes. I don't do business with snake MFs. I try not to do business with openly snakes or people who are snake-like, end quote. So what are your thoughts on uh, him forgoing his jersey retirement in uh, the team that drafted him? I mean, I like uh, the Celtics decision because he did a lot for Boston while he was there. Yep, in the big three. And then, but, you know, I think it's kind of mean to look at Minnesota that way. I wouldn't know, and we both wouldn't know exactly what happened when he was there versus what it is Mm -hmm. now. So I'm going to have to go with his own, what he thought about it. And I guess if he doesn't want to get it retired there, that's whatever. Yeah. um, I think that um, agreement that uh, he was speaking of was that head coach Flip Saunders agreed that after Kevin Garnett retired, he would be given a front office position or even a successor to Mr. Glenn Taylor once uh, Kevin Garnett retires. And Glenn Taylor went, no, I don't like you being a uh, head coach or assistant coach or that and just shut him down on that. So I guess he's a little salty about that, which is understandable. I would be salty about it too. So, But at least he's getting his jersey retired somewhere. You're so right. There's a, a lining. And, uh, yeah, it's all the NBA news I have, so I'm just going to pivot to MLB. And that is that Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association are focusing on a plan backed by federal health officials that could have players in training camps by May and games soon thereafter. The games would reportedly all be played in Arizona, the home of the Diamondbacks. I don't know if that's just because it's maybe a little bit more secluded, but I think it would kind of – nearly had to be all night games because uh, in outdoor stadiums, they wouldn't all be played in the Diamondback Stadium, which even is outside. But, uh, yeah, that's it for MLB news. Do you have any baseball news? I do. Uh, Sale, as you know, went under Tommy John surgery, and he said that he is feeling good after that. So that's good to hear. Hopefully he has a fast recovery. And Ripken is actually helping out uh, to feed families that are – having trouble with financial issues during this pandemic. So those are my two MLB news. Uh, What do you have for men's basketball? Yep. For college basketball news, um, OB Toppin has won the John Wooden award. This award goes to the best player in college basketball in the previous year. That's That's for, and uh, honestly, he deserves it. This is his fifth national award. With the Wooden Award added to the Naismith College Player of the Year, the A Associated Press College Basketball Player of the Year, 
the NABC Player of the Year, and the Oscar Robertson Trophy. Now, just fingers crossed, the Pistons pick him up in the draft. Yeah, I would like that. If Pistons took him, I'd be just fine with that. Hopefully, he could blend in with that team. I do think Luca Garza definitely could have taken that, though. I think he played way better throughout the season. Yeah. I mean, who did Dayton play versus who did Iowa play? That's my they point. Played, Dayton played the Big Ten powerhouses. Like? Um, Michigan. And? Not Michigan State. Ohio State. Minnesota. And did they win? No. Yeah. They only lost twice. Twice. Twice out of their three games, I think, that they had with Big Ten. So. No. hmm? They only lost two times on the season. They lost two times. I think they lost to Ohio State. I think so. Maybe. 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 I still Uh, think Garza should get that award. But, you know. Yeah. It's just how it went. I mean, he played good. Not going to get anything wrong about that mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. still that's just my thoughts you know but uh you have anything else for college basketball no but i do have one more thing before i wrap up my daily news segment and that is in ufc news i didn't write this down but i saw it last night and i absolutely have to mention it dana white has uh said on a live stream that he will be purchasing a private island to host fights uh because International fights are not allowed on U.S. soil because he talked to the president. He's up there. And, um, yeah, he's going to be – he bought an island, and he's going to build infrastructure so that they can have their fights weekly, he said. Weekly? So that's insane. I mean, that could be a huge expense, but also could pay off depending on how yeah. long this lasts. If it doesn't last that long, whoops. But, yeah, but uh, I mean, this dude's worth hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, so I don't think it'll be a big dent in his pocket. I wouldn't think so. And uh, yeah, that'll just about do it for my uh, daily update. Do you have any like PGA news or anything like uh, that? Nothing today. They're just kind of doing the same old things. That a lot of social media stuff. That's just about it. Okay. Okay. So moving on, we did this yesterday. Uh, we had a few questions that we had some lively debates on. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to do it again today. So the questions is what I meant to say. You know, okay. this one, we don't really know much about it. We don't lo- know much about soccer, like we already mentioned yesterday. But do you think mm-hmm. the U.S. men's soccer team will win a World Cup in the next 20 years? 20? Mm-hmm. I think you can never rule it out in 20 years. I think that's more than enough time for any team to have a rebuild. So, yeah, there's no way to rule that out. Right. I agree. But, you know. Hey, the New York Knicks could be a championship team in 20 years. Now, that's funny. That's saying something. No. (laughs) If they become someone in the next 20 years, New York Knicks, okay, it's possible, yeah. Uh, Detroit Pistons did it. Yeah, I hope so. Or as I called him, Satan. Mm, a lot of people have. Yeah. But, I mean, he got coronavirus, so. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's a possibility, and you kind of agree with me. It's a possibility. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's going to happen, but it is a possibility. Yeah, it could always happen. Um, Over time, college football's been pretty big, as you would Definitely, know. yeah. Which college mm-hmm. football program is the best ever? Alabama. 
I, another I agree. Easy, another easy answer there. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, ever since Nick Saban went there, they've been a total college football powerhouse and have been absolutely dominant. And uh, it really shows how dominant they've been because they've only had two notable quarterbacks uh, been drafted, which is usually the spearhead of the team. So they've always had a good defense, usually a good O-line, very strong running backs. But um, the two dominant quarterbacks that have been drafted is one is Tua, so that's saying something. And the other is A.J. McCarron, who was good for like two years and now is a backup on the Houston Texans. So Alabama, easy answer. Alabama, easy answer. I think 100% Alabama as well. I mean, the recruiting, how they recruit people, is just insane compared to a lot of other places. And if you can recruit kids early, like they try to even recruit kids in eighth grade, I've heard. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're really up on the ball that that big, I think you almost deserve to be that good. Even though we don't mm-hmm. want to see them win every year, which they don't. Go Tigers. Um, You know, I still think they're the best ever. Yeah, definitely. Next question, sir. Could the Showtime Heat with the big three, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade, beat the 95-96 Bulls with Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman? Mm, I'm going to say... I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to say that... LeBron could probably lock up MJ. MJ is not known for his super uh, fancy moves, his dribble moves like AI or like Kyrie Irving. So I think uh, if LeBron, because this is prime LeBron after all, uh, back when he was dunking over people uh, effortlessly, and uh, Chris Bosh just being there could probably limit. Um, uh, Dennis Rodman. And then I think the only Miami Heat player I haven't mentioned is um, Dwayne Wade. And Dwayne Wade on Scottie Pippen may be a little bit of a height difference. But um, I think that could also limit him. Although the Heat also have like Alonzo Mourning and uh, an old Ray Allen, but he could still shoot threes. And um, yeah, I think it could. it would be a very good series, no doubt. But I think the Heat would come out on top. You know, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I definitely think the Bulls would just kill that team. I mean, If Jordan was out, uh, if Jordan was guarded and locked up, the Bulls would lose by 40. Nah, not necessarily. They, had, they not, had Scottie Pippen. And, Scottie. You know, Dennis Rodman is not a scorer. That guy works. He's a rebounding uh, defensive machine, think, yeah. He's a defensive defense, machine. I think he could stop LeBron James, no doubt in my mind. Um, I think he'd be paired up with Chris Bosh, though. I don't think so. I think it'd be a mismatch they with had LeBron other people. If I had anyone that I would want to lock up Chris Bosh, it would have been uh, Bill Lambeer from Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, Speaking of uh, Detroit and Dennis Rodman, this is a regressing Dennis Rodman. He was obviously traded off of the bad boy Pistons to the Bulls, which uh, little he's he was on his way out. He was still uh, dominant, but he wasn't what he once was. That is uh, this on the time where he was starting to dye his hair, braid it, and go visit Kim Jong Un in North Korea. So 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he basically raised Kim Jong-un, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this should be a pretty easy uh, yeah. question here. Best, uh, better quarterback, Manning or Brady? Brady. Brady, easy. Yeah, not you, but uh, Tom. Yes, boy. me. I am Tom Brady. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Tom Brady, um, six Super Bowls, nine uh, Super Bowl appearances, um, even more uh, AFC championships. And he's moving on to prove to himself how uh, good he is. And uh, I apologize if I sound a little quiet. I am kind of tired. But um, it's not like I you think... stayed up all last night or anything. Oh, yeah, I definitely did. But, um, yeah, Peyton Manning, two Super Bowls. Uh, he kind of did what Brady is doing right now by moving to Denver uh, to kind of prove something to himself. So I think Brady's already the greatest player ever. There's no doubt in that. Um, I think Jerry Rice is, has a little bit of something to say about that, but that's for another time. But, um, yeah, I think Brady has that in the bag. Yeah, me too. I mean, he's outplayed uh, Peyton Manning and mostly everything. Peyton Manning, not going to talk him down or anything. He's good. He was good. Um, I mean, this is Mr. Nationwide Insurance here. Mm-hmm. Got to be careful about that. Nationwide Insurance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, coming down yeah. to our last few questions here, should athletes be paid as much as they are? I think no. They shouldn't because with their contracts they get with other companies, I kind of think they get a little bit overpaid, but I don't know. What do you think? I think it's obvious that uh, from the normal person's perspective that they're overpaid, but obviously it is a skilled position. You can't hire Jonathan from accounting to go box up Giannis Antetokounmpo. So I think that with the like expanding economy, which uh, ups the salary cap, because you know every owner is a billionaire, so uh, the players are asking for their due share. So I think from a normal person's perspective, that um they are a little bit overpaid because they do get those sponsorships, like you said, with Nike and Adidas and Under Armour and all that jazz. But um, I think that yeah, they are a little bit justified in players' perspective that if you're that skilled, you should get paid and get generational wealth. Right. Um, should the NCAA football championship kind of be like the basketball? Should it have not necessarily 64 teams because that's a lot of teams. Like 16? Uh, 16 or 32. No. Not 32? I think it- no, I, I don't like the whole bracket idea. I think it's just fine as is with uh, just, yeah. I maybe, think there should be a bigger shot. Maybe, they, would, they would make more money, I think. Maybe. I mean, college football is the biggest moneymaker for the NCAA by over $60 million. So, uh, yeah, college football makes $70 million for NCAA, and the next closest is college basketball with $10 million. So um, it's pretty obvious that they aren't strapped for cash, especially since they limited their funding to D1 schools by uh, 64%, which is $600 million more in their pocket. So I think that they're just fine money-wise, but I would be 
kind of happy with maybe six games because those uh whenever you check the rankings they have the first one out or the first two out and um to see those guys in the playoffs would give them an extra game boost of ratings and money so i'm i'm not i'm opposed to a 1632 but uh I would be okay with uh, six games, but enough ranting and rambling. Um, I think they could do a 16 or 8 team one. That's what I would think. If you can get more teams that will bring more fans, which will bring in more revenue, I mean, it's going to be harder to host these games unless you do them at, the co- at a neutral college somehow. Yeah. But, you know, I think it could be definitely good if they played them more down in the south. Since mm-hmm. it's warmer there. So yeah. let's say University of Florida makes it, but then they have to go play at Florida State and play like uh, Kentucky or something like that, even though that's never going to happen. Yeah, going to make the playoffs in a long time. Right. I was just thinking of people. And it could be like a neutral. I think, yeah, I neutral. think that could be almost a good idea. I think, yeah, the same thing with that. I wouldn't say you could call it neutral with a – how college football championship went with uh, LSU playing in the Superdome in New Orleans. But that was predetermined before we really knew who Je- uh, Joe Burrow was. I was about to say Jeff Burrow, criminy. But, um, uh, but uh, yeah, I think, yes, that is what I think. Point ended. Huh. I uh, lost my chance. I, I know uh, who's the best team in your mind in our i would say our decade when or not our decade but our life life. that you've watched ever who's the best team you've ever watched are we limiting it down to sports or overall just sports i mean i wasn't super into nba uh back in miami heat days in 2012 when i was nine but um I'd say once I really started to get into sports, NFL, um, I would probably have to say kind of like the gimme answer would be one of the Patriot years because they were always dominant until like this last two years. But, um, yeah, I'm going to have to go with uh, the easy way out, the New England Patriots. You know, I can't believe you didn't bring up your own team with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Definitely not. If you're putting this on an all-time, they were good. They won two Super Bowls, but the last time – They won uh, four Super Bowls in six seasons. That was back in the 70s, my guy. But I I guess that that is – With Terry Bradshaw. That was when they won the four in six years, bro. Yeah, but still, I guess I took that out of not our lifetime. Our lifetime, yeah. my favorite team, would definitely have to be either the big three with the Heat, uh, okay. Tim or Tim Duncan, and, and Kawhi. Uh, um, yeah, young Kawhi. That, yeah, that, that finals game, that finals, that With was Kawhi MVP, finals MVP. Was he? Kawhi won one of them. I know. Yeah, that he won the one ab- uh, after. Ray Allen, I think, hit the three. Yeah. That might be next year. Where, I uh, I think it was game two where they shut off the air conditioner, so LeBron cramped. Mm. 
Yeah, that that has That's to be mine. And then our last one, I think, should end it off pretty well. Okay. Is should college athletes be paid? Oh, yikes. You can't please anyone with the answer to this. <laughs> people are going to get upset. I think, yeah, uh, because people usually justify it as, oh, they're getting the free money to get their degree. If they're a real college athlete, like all the stars are, they're not going to quit football where they can make millions of dollars to go do an accounting job to pay them $80,000 a year. I get that, though. If it's all college athletes, I'm pretty sure it would be performance-based and performance-measured. But uh, I think it's only like 3% of all college athletes make it to a pro league. Uh, But, I mean, if it is performance-based, if you don't make it to the league, you're not going to get paid much. If you get a full ride, I can see that, but I think they should get paid. I think they should get paid, too, because they've worked really hard. To get mm-hmm. to that spot. So if they get paid some money, and I think they should definitely be watched, though. Watch yeah. what they're buying. So mm-hmm. they're not going away. So, like, if they're putting it towards their future, let's say, because only 3% of those college yeah. athletes go to a pro league and are making millions of dollars. Got to save that money. Exactly. So if you save that money, you have a little bit of help going forward mm-hmm. into the future. And yeah. if you have a little bit of help, it definitely starts you off better in life and could put you on a good path to becoming way more than you ever thought. And even if you do make it to a pro league, uh, 70% or even upwards of 80% of people never make like a million dollars in a contract. It's always like minimum $750,000 deals. People like to be like, oh, everybody's making LeBron numbers. Everybody's making... Uh, Le'Veon Bell numbers, but most people just make like, I know, 750000 is a lot of money, but I think you really have to downsize your perspective uh, if you're comparing everyone to LeBron wage or Tom Brady wage. Tom Brady wage, woo. <laughs> $25 a year, gang gang. Gang gang. At 43, crime Yeah, I know. But, you know, that... Ends it out for my questions over the last two days. We're going to try to come up with a new series before we get back to the top tens Yeah. Uh, for the next maybe few days or one day. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, quality but, or quantity. Yes. Um, that's all I have to say. Do you have anything to say, Garrett? I don't have any more daily updates. We concluded our questions, so... I guess uh, I have dinner in like five minutes, so go chow down, and um, hopefully all of you enjoyed listening to our episode. Thank you for listening to our episode, and uh, please consider coming back tomorrow when we have new, fresh, and wacky content. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah. Peace out, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yep. See you guys.